gentlemen money in the bank 2021 is in the books the first wwe pay-per-view with a full attendance a full crowd i'm excited the microphone messiah is right here and i am joined by a very disgruntled former bullet cast champion but he's the birthday boy brandon tanguma brandon how you doing you missed your bullet cast in the bank you shouldn't be upset you didn't walk away empty-handed for up to one calendar year, any any wrestling show that you want, you can challenge for the championship. Thank you, Philip, for the birthday wishes. Yes, your boy's 27. I'm old. I'm in my late 20s now, so I'm starting to plan my will and you know get my funeral arrangements ready. But uh, yeah, unfortunately, no more Bullet Cast champion. I went golfing today. Honestly, probably had the worst round of golf I've ever had. So then, you know, started my day off just lovely, and then I ended my day even better. So, yeah, they can't all be winners. But for ninety-eight, for ninety-eight days, you were on top of the world, which is probably three times longer than any other rain I had. I mean, let's see. I'm I'm just like Sasha. Me and Sasha, you know, we have our you know, we can't get our our title defenses down. But then once we get one, we hold on to it for a long time. Let's let let's look at it. Let's really look at this. Let's see. And then what we do, we job out to the new young upcoming stars. Let's see. That's what we do. You're welcome. Uh, yeah, this is your longest run. Your but your first your first one. How do you think how how long do you think your first run was? I'll give it 50 40 40 50 days. 71 days. Oh, okay. Yeah, I guess that's like yeah. that's two pay-per-views. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 98 days, man. You should be happy, man. You should be happy. Shout out uh, Brian Tronic, a homie, my homie. I was on the Within the Ropes podcast Friday night. He is the first time, and he's the Bully Cash champion. Congratulations, man. But, hey, you know, SummerSlam, it's, it's next month. We all coming back. We all coming for it. One yes, might sir. say it's coming home. It is coming home. Um. Let's talk money in the bank, man. We just we're gonna get the big the big stuff out of the way, the big shit. The franchise player is back. John Cena. Jonathan Felix Anthony Cena is back. You know, a homie of mine texted me and he said Cena's gonna come back after doing Hollywood. That's what he trashed Rock for. He's a hypocrite. I'm like, bro, you don't understand. Cena understands why Rock did what he did now. Him coming back brings new eyes to the product. The people that line up to watch Train Wreck and Fast Nine and all these other movies that he's doing and these commercials where he's do, doing voiceovers, they they'll go see John Cena. Like, oh yeah, home homie that is a voiceover for the truck commercial. WWE, it's in town. All right, I'm gonna go check it out. That's what this is about. That's what this is about. John Cena returns. Uh, I was shocked. I didn't think he'd return this soon. Thought it was gonna happen on like a, a random SmackDown. But yeah, after uh, Roman Reigns successfully retains the Universal Championship against the Hall of Famer Edge, which was a cluster, we're going to talk about that. But Brandon, what are your thoughts on the franchise player coming back? Well, uh, I I saw it coming, especially with the the antics at the very very end, because Roman usually isn't going to cut a promo or at least say something at the end of the show. So when they were just kind of 
meandering and not posing and like, you know, doing the go home type of things like, okay, this is where Cena's coming out. We kind of knew it. There was some rumblings that he has a new project, new movie coming up filming in August. But then it said that all things are a go for SummerSlam still. So I was waiting for it. We didn't get Becky, but we did get Cena. And even though I was expecting it and I was waiting for it to happen, it still gave me it gave me gooseies, baby. You know, shout out J Lo from American Idol, and uh, the crowd went crazy. You know, I don't I don't know if this is going to be a thing in for you know for the future with John Cena because Roman Reigns is a cool character. He did get booed a lot. We'll you know we'll obviously talk about pretty much every single crowd reaction in this uh, show. But John Cena was over like crazy. I don't know if it was just the surprise nostalgia going against Roman. You know, whatever. There's a bunch of different aspects to it, but I mean, I I may or may not be thinking about, you know, going to Vegas next month because, you know, I've told it a bunch of times. They did the match in L.A. once and I was like, you know what, maybe it's a big time match. I didn't end up pulling the trigger. Maybe if they uh, tell a little better story, give me more intrigue, see what they do. You know, maybe your boys take a little weekend trip out to Vegas, a little Sin City action. I want to go, but I'll, I'll have to be in attendance for GSW. Repping the, repping the brand right now. Go grab your GSW merch or pro wrestling tees. Yeah, and man. Bullet Cash shirt. Yeah, abs- Bullet Cash shirt, absolutely. Look, man, I'm, I'm excited for what's to come, but let's talk about the match. Hell of an ovation for the rated R superstar. I would get on my Tony Chimmel stuff, but I don't want to disgrace Tony Chimmel. He should go in the Hall of Fame, too. Yeah, man, this was fun. Uh, the, the reaction was it, it was visceral. Roman just with the badass big final boss, big entrance. I love that. Um, yeah, so, you know, Edge works the arm um, for the early part of the match. Roman's like, I don't want to do this. Paul's like, think about your family. What would your father think? Do it for the bloodline. And that's exactly what he did. Did it for the bloodline. Um, I mean, Roman throws himself through a barricade trying to spear Edge. Edge spears him through a barricade. Uh, the ref takes a bump after Edge gets a Superman punch to the face and knocks down the ref. We we, we get the, 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 the bar spot from the piece of the chair and the cross face spot. Usos try to make a run in the new seven-time tag team champion. Shout out to the Usos. Uh, but the Mysterios get involved. Seth comes out, kicks Edge in the head. Um, and then, you know, Edge gets the spear off. Roman kicks out. Seth comes back. Edge, I mean, Roman gets the spear off. And then, boom, one, two, three, it's over. Roman Reigns still at top of the head of the table, still at top of WWE as our tribal chief. Good match. I wouldn't say it was Roman's best match of this character. Uh, really slow early on, definitely building uh, to the finish, but the finish, I, I, well, not the finish, but the comeback of Edge, I thought was really, really well done. The crowd is super hot for Edge. They really wanted to see him win. You know, unfortunately, this is what we've seen a lot with WWE recently. Just a lot of shenanigans. I think they went, you know, way too far with the finish. You know, I get Seth coming in. They, I mean, they pretty much just showed their hand with the backstage segment after Money in the Bank. But I would, I mean, I would have been fine with the first interference. But then I think the second one is kind of was too far. You know, you've already did the ref bump. You did the Seth thing. You did the Usos and the Mysterios and yada, yada, yada. Just so much stuff, especially because the match was like building very nicely. It was super slow at the beginning. But I thought it was really getting into like that four plus star range. But then I think the finish did ultimately kill it for me. I just one, you know, one gimmick too much. You, you've had it fine with that first yeah. inference with Seth. 
But then when he came back and then you put another distraction on top of it, I think that was too much. I think what they should have done, Seth should have come out one time, but he should have curb stomped him. He should have curb stomped him. Edge tries to get to his feet, gets speared, or just gets choked out, and that's it. You know what I mean? And then we can do the whole Roman acknowledge me, seeing his music hits and all that other stuff. But, uh, I mean, it, it, I, I thoroughly enjoyed this, you know. Um, I was like, oh, my God, this is fun. This is great. I love this. It's awesome, you know. I mean, yeah, I liked it, too. Maybe uh, it says here 33 minutes. It kind of felt like that. It did go a little slow there at the beginning. And so maybe you could have chopped off a few minutes there on the opening sequence. But it did, you know, kind of build the heat and get the uh, sympathy behind Edge. So, uh, I mean, we're, we're heading to Summerfest. Kind of where we know where we thought we were going on the summer slam side. Oh yeah, sorry, summer slam. Uh, <laughs> getting Seth, uh, Edge, Roman, Cena. Those seemingly are the two big matches. Do you think that's inadequate? What you, or I guess we'll go with Seth and Edge. What do you think they're going to do with that? Um, I think they can tell a really good story because I mean, Seth Rollins as a heel, like we like people, people really forget like how good of a wrestler he is, and really just that heel character, that smarmy, maniacal heel character back then was great. But Seth is kind of you know, with the whole messiah thing and becoming more dark and sinister and calculated and uh, more visceral, he he's kind of turning into what Edge was back in the day. So it's going to be a nice clash of styles, and I like that. Yeah, I mean, I think they can tell a nice story. Uh, you know, Seth, I'm not the biggest fan of his current character, Edge. You know, really good actor, cutting good promos. I think it'll be fine. Uh, going over to Cena and Roman, I mean, I don't think you need to overthink it. Just have Roman say that he's the head of the table now. He's the the big guy. He's the guy on top. Cena left. He, you know, he saw Roman was taking over, so then he left. I think that's really just all you need to do. I was a little worrisome that Cena did kind of blow off Roman. He wasn't like super serious, which is always an issue with Cena sometimes in his feuds. But then maybe we get like the preacher Cena promo on the go home show. But then, you know, we got two or three more other episodes to fill and maybe he's not going to maybe poopy Cena, which I'm a little scared to scared of. Uh, remember, remember the promos when they first had that um, that rivalry back then. I mean, Cena, that one line, it's still in my mind. It's might be one of the greatest lines in a promo of all time. I do this better part time than you ever could full time. Come on, man. Come on. Let's run that back. Hell, drop that line again. Drop that line again. And this match will be much better. You know, Cena, I mean, he's 44 now. He he has he has some more left. You know, he's on his Mark Henry-ish. You got, got a lot left in the tank. Yes, sir. All right. How do you want to work this? Should we go backwards or should we work away from the top? Let's just hit the big moments first. Congratulations to Big E, Mr. Money in the Bank. Yes, sir. Must be nice. Didn't Must- barely, barely saw anything. This was the match that was cutting in and out. The peacock, the cock wasn't working. And I didn't see this on Twitter because I was too busy on TikTok thinking, oh, it'll fix itself. And then it never did. And then I go on TikTok. And then normally what happens when you go on TikTok, you're only supposed to go on there for five minutes. That turns into 20. And then I go on Twitter and say that 15 minutes ago that they fixed it. So uh, I didn't see anything pretty much. I saw it the last two minutes. Look, when, saw- the, when the cock is messed up, you have to stroke it. I did stroke it. I kind of, you know, backed out and then put it back in one more time. And it still wasn't. It was still glitchy. No, no, you, you got you to stroke it a little bit, man. I, I, I stroked mine for, for about a cool 15 minutes and it started working. I think you got to go see a doctor if it takes you that long to get it working. 
Yeah, I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to go to. I don't. I don't know who. I don't know who fixes the cock. I don't know. Call your local Comcast provider. So, what do you think of this Money in the Bank match? I I said I I don't know what to to say. I didn't see the match itself. I mean, I seen some highlights. Ricochet doing his bad best. Uh, was it matter Nick Jackson impersonation? Uh, they did that spot uh, in PWG, and I mean, this is what Ricochet does. He might not be the best character. He might not be getting a push, but if he's in these gimmick matches, he's going to pull out these stunts. And God bless him. Kevin Owens has a death wish. Got put through a ladder. Jinder Mahal beat up Drew McIntyre, I guess. So good and good for Biggie. I mean, after Nikki Ash won, I kind of expected, you know, maybe they, you know, want to put one on Raw, one on SmackDown. So it made sense for Biggie. They did have that little interaction with Paul Heyman on SmackDown. So they're definitely setting the table up for maybe in the fall. Is Biggie someone to cash it in or is he going to, you know, announce it? Um, I, I don't know, man. I don't, I don't know. I think the surprise, the surprise is always good because uh, I mean, when people announce it, they don't win unless you're RVD. So yeah, surprise is good. Um, yeah. I mean, Matt Riddle go, doing a little RKO party, uh, Kevin Owens going through a ladder being dropped spine first on the ladder, Rollins and Morrison having a drip off. I thought that was actually fun. Uh, Nakamura getting moist with the drip stick. Thought that was cool, but all in all, I'm happy for Big E. He deserved it, man. Um, I, I I saw the Jobber Tears podcast feed in New York. They had a little watch party in a bar. Big pop for E when he won. So it's it, it's good. E, he's loved universally. Got to gotta love it. Got to love it. And as far as the woman's money in the bank ladder match, um, I you know what when uh when when Alexa Bliss was starting to try to get it with her powers, they should have like used the crane or something to kind of move it or lower it down. I thought that would have been a cool spot. I thought that would have been really interesting. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's one of those things that when you just you, you do the, the gimmick of hypnosis once in a previous match, and it's like, why isn't she doing it all the time? And then she did it to Selena Vega, and then it didn't really work. I mean, Selena Vega, I'll be honest, I haven't seen any of her wrestling like really much at all. She wasn't that, I'll be honest, it wasn't, it wasn't pretty. You weren't it, it watching was, Rosita and TNA? I was not. I'm sorry. Wow. I, was not, I, was, I have not been impressed thus far with uh, Zelina Vega. One of the best knockouts tag team champions of all time. I guess I got to study up on my knockouts tag team champion history. Get your impact plus, bro. Uh, you, oh, hey, you're, uh, you're no way predictions almost coming true. He popped up at Slammiversary. I saw that. He's coming back, baby. G1 2022. You know, I'm not going to say he's going to win this year, but next year. No way. 2022 G1 champion. Honestly, when I saw that, I just laughed and thought about that crazy prediction you did. You know, one step uh, closer. You know, I'm just—I'll just take it if he makes a new Japan appearance. I don't care if he's in the G1. Just give me the new Japan appearance, and I'll do my victory lap. There you go. What are your thoughts on the woman's money in the bank, though? I, the mil- woman's money in the bank—it was the opener, so crowd was going to be hot for it. Um, I mean, it was okay. Uh, I was more kind of intrigued to see what the crowd reactions were. Uh, just kind of going over like the baby faces that you would expect were, were pretty much over. I mean, Oscar, Naomi, Liv Morgan, Nikki Cross. I mean, they like they liked her, but they I don't think they were as behind her as, you know, the other baby faces in the match. But uh, yeah, I mean, it was fine. I think the Alexa Bliss stuff did kind of bring it down uh, a tad bit. And I think having eight, eight people in the match, especially like, 
you know, with the women, they're not going to do like the big old flashy moves, like in the men's matches, especially if they are the opener. So I think that does kind of take it away. It's a little too crowded, a little too clustered. So, I mean, it was a fine opener, but on like a spot fest money in the bank type match, if you're looking for that, it wasn't that. Too crowded. They used to, they used to do 10 man money in the banks. Make it six. Yeah. I'm, I'm a fan of six. Um, the WWE Championship, Bobby Lashley, utter dominance, defeating Kofi Kingston. Kofi got a great re- response, great reception. But um, all hail the almighty. Mm-hmm. Back Poor to Kofi, business. Kofi. I mean, I don't know what's worse, losing in 10 seconds or just getting your ass beat for 10 minutes. I think I'd probably just take the 10 seconds, just get it over with. But I will say. The uh, the Tron for Kofi, they had like a Super Mario type thing of like, you know, it's circling around. Best thing on the show. I thought that was amazing. So there you go, Kofi. Small positives. You didn't enjoy the Thunderbolts for the Almighty? I do like Bobby. I mean, Bobby Lashley's song is probably the best new song they have. I will be honest. Yeah. Yeah. It's straight banger. It is. You listen to that on the Stairmaster? I mean, I have to go on the Stairmaster, go to the okay. gym first, you know. That's true. You know, I, I keep saying I want to go back, but I'm scared, man. Should I just should I just man up and do it? I see Vince out here, you know, squatting three plates and whatnot. Just do it. Just do it. Just do it. All right. If I uh, if if I cramp up and can't make a podcast, you got to you got to you got to host the whole thing. Can you do that? Mm-hmm. I've heard you. You tend to cramp up from time to time. That's what I've heard. You saw it firsthand. That, um, it hasn't happened again since, thank God. But uh, you, city you, of San Francisco needs to fix their elevators. Your you, you boy, your you boy's been down in a lot of potassium and water since since then. Yes. Um, the Raw Women's Championship. Charlotte Flair wins her 14th championship overall, her 12th world title. Uh, you picked her, man. How do you feel? How do you feel about the Queen being back on top? She got a really good reaction once she won. Yeah, I mean, the the match did not start off great. Both, I think it was just kind of a product of what they've been doing on television thus far. Neither one of these women are very likable. And even if Charlotte is like, you know, the big star and Rhea Ripley is the young up-and-comer, they didn't care for either either one of them. Charlotte flips off the crowd, and they kind of, crowd was kind of taking over a little bit, you know, doing some Becky chants and yada, yada, yada. But, I mean, give them credit. They won over the crowd. They, you know, worked their asses off the... I don't even know what you call it. The super uh, natural selection that got a big pop when Rhea kicked out of it. So, I mean, yeah, by the end of it, they, they won the crowd over. So I think maybe this, I maybe would go with the main event, but you know, the ending did kind of mess it up for me, but I, I really did enjoy this match. The one qualm I will say, especially because it is this feud, you DQ Rhea Ripley for hitting Charlotte accidentally with a table cover. It was yet- deliberate. What do you mean? It was deliberate. regardless but yet charlotte doesn't get dq'd for putting Rhea's leg inside the stairs and stomping on like four times um it is what it is yeah i i i you know i was a little i was a little tired earlier so i kind of dozed off a little bit but you know i i i saw it was funny i was actually sleeping with my eyes open which is very weird and um and I, I see the uh avalanche natural selection happen and when Rhea kicks out I kind of pop up like oh my god what so that really upped the ante you know for me and I'm sure it did for people in the crowd um the you know with the stomping of the steps and it, it is what it is WB they have their own rules refs have their own rules etc all in all the queen is back on top where she belongs let's have a nice long lengthy reign 
Woo! I, until until Becky comes back on Raw and they have that match at SummerSlam. Becky, but she don't want none. Becky, Bex don't want none. You don't want none of the queen, baby girl. Go over to SmackDown. Try your hand at Bianca. Yeah. Um, the Usos, like I said, tag champions. So the bloodline, they have the gold. Um, and Tamina, you know, she has gold too. So, you know, a lot of members of the bloodline have gold. This is fun. I, I like this. What were your thoughts on no, Naomi? The, yeah, we didn't get money in the bank. No, Thanks. she didn't. Naya doesn't have anything. So, I mean, it's, or she can just go down to NXT and possibly win something. You never know. What are your thoughts on the Usos? Shout Uso? out Mandy Rosa. Happy birthday, Mandy. Happy <laughs> birthday, Mandy. Peter Rosenberg. Happy, or it's his birthday week or something. Anyway. Oh, he's one of those people. Well, his co-host, Stat Guy Greg, is it's he does the birthday week because his birthday is 9-11 and you can't really celebrate on that day. But um, yeah. I mean, not this year, but I think the other years you could. And still, you know, you, you don't want to be that guy. Um, what are your thoughts on the Usos becoming seven-time tag team champions? Well, I'm not salty because I didn't pick them. I picked the Mysterios mainly because I was like, okay, the Usos just got a DUI. You're not going to put the title on them, but... Apparently, I kind of forgot about this last time when Jay got a DUI. I believe they won the tag titles very recently after that. So it's not, you know, this is not out of the realm of possibility. And they they won. I wa- I'm still wondering if they like are hitting the fast forward button and then they're going to write Jimmy off. But then it doesn't make any sense why you would write him off in like a month when you can just do it now. So, I mean, they are kind of rushing things, but they are getting to the fact of everyone has the titles. And one big happy family, but I, it's just, it's lingering over them, you know, the DUI stuff and the crowd didn't like, I mean, they did like make a, a joke or a, you know, they said something during the, uh, during the show, but you know, it just, it doesn't really sit well with me that, that they won. What about the raw tag titles? Well, I mean, AJ Styles had a hell of a handicap match with the Viking War Raider experience, worked his ass off. Uh, Omos was there. He did some things, some impressive, most of them not. I, at, you know, the stuff with AJ in the, in the Viking War Raider experience was, was good. And then, of course, Omos gets to come in and clean house and boom. So, was, I mean, it's pretty much what I, what I expected. Second match after the Money in the Bank. So you got to bring him down a little bit. And, but then the crowd was very much behind AJ and Omos. Not, I mean, more AJ than Omos, but they were, you know, Cheering the heels. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, I think that's it. I think we're just going to wrap it up right here. Money in the bank 2021. What do you give it? I am going to give it. I'll give it an A minus. I thought it was, you know, a, a really good show. You know, maybe the women's match had a little bit to be desired, but uh, well, I mean, I, I got to knock it down to a B plus because I, I didn't watch the peak, the, the, uh, the men's money in the bank. So it can't really uh, base it off of that. So, you know, I'll give it a, a B plus with an asterisk, but overall I thought it was a really good show. You know, love to have fans back. They were, uh, they were lively. Don't want to be the guy, but it wasn't exactly a hot crowd like an AEW crowd was, but you know, when the moment called for it, they brought it. Absolutely. I saw the men's money in the bank. So I'll give it an A uh, that's going to do it for Brandon and myself. We will be back. Um, was it Thursday for the Bulletcast? Yes, absolutely. At Bulletcast on uh, at Bulletcast on Twitter, the Bulletcast on YouTube and Instagram. And uh, yeah, stay clean, stay strong, stay safe. Diamonds are forever. So is the microphone, Messiah. Good night, everybody. Bulletcast for life.
It's a lead podcast in here. Ain't nobody better. Look. Yeah. Listen to us every time we live in the side. When you turn it on, it's just defining the mind. If you feel it, our opinions is great. This has been the broadcast. Thank you for listening. Turn us on if the feeling is